89.9 Garden City Radio, 21 minutes gone past 11 o'clock. And uh, welcome, welcome to Business Advantage on this frequency with Maple Dapper. But my name is Faustina. Maple, good morning. Good morning, Faustina. Good morning, Paul Harcourt. Uh, okay. I wanted to say something about that voice, but hey, let's just get down to business because <laughs> <laughs> we do have uh, uh, all the time in the world. And I'm, I'm really sure that you have a lot to talk about today, as always. Yes, always uh, have uh, plenty of things to talk about concerning business. And don't forget that this program is designed to make you do business better. So if you want to do business better, uh, you're on the right dial. And of course, if you have someone who wants, who you need to do business better, please try and call the person to that table where you're seated. You know, just have a conference sort of like table and uh, while you're listening to business advantage so maple let's just get down to business before we get down to business okay yes i want to add to what you just said mm, okay. be a blessing to someone mm. yes be a blessing to someone tell them about business advantage tell them the time tell them the day so they can also do business better don't enjoy this goodness all alone Mm, be a blessing to someone yeah be a blessing to someone all right as you grow let the next person grow as well exactly okay well so one way of doing that is by dragging them to wherever you're listening to this program for and let them listen as well yes more like listen and be blessed <laughs> listen and be blessed indeed okay all right so today we're going to talk about customer retention strategies customer retention strategies, strategies. i like mean how to keep your customers exactly okay. how to keep your customers while you're looking at gaining more customers um that's because um it takes a whole lot to to win customers i mean it takes a whole lot to acquire customers you have to put in a whole lot of effort you have to spend a whole lot and so on to win customers so you shouldn't let them slip through just like that you have to do everything within your own capacity within your own control to mm. retain your customers you can't afford to leave it open you can't afford to to um to be slack about it you would have to um fasten your belt and as much as possible retain your customers so that's what we're going to be talking about today customer retention strategies Okay, more like you're going to be looking at how uh, and what is it that you have to do to keep your customers, you know, so they don't run away from you and go to the next person. Exactly. So I'm going to share about three um, important reasons why customer retention is important. And then I proceed to sharing quite some tips. I have up to about 11 tips. Okay. Yes, to share. So let's see um, how much time we've got to see if i can cover the 11 tips on how you can retain customers but first why is it important why is it necessary number one it gives you what you could consider as perpetual value or what you could consider as lifetime value so you can imagine you have a customer and you're sure it's certain that that customer remains with you mm -hmm. that customer is always going to be with you that's a lifetime value I mean, you just keep having that customer come back over and over again. Again, you know, um, we're in the holiday season for 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 schools, and um, while some schools are trying to see how they can win, you know, um, new students, you know, new customers, and all of that, some are losing the ones that they've had. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because if someone is gaining, uh, exactly. more people, more students, it means they are coming from somewhere. So someone. Well, well some are coming from um, first timers because um, we are giving birth to a lot of children. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can't rule out that fact. Yeah. So, um, but then there are also those who somehow are at peace to a very large extent. They don't have that fear of losing. Um, students okay exactly so of course they would like to add more but with regards to losing they don't have that fear because they know that they've done what they need to do to a large extent to retain their customers and this applies to every other um, business when you have that customer resident with you mm-hmm. the customer you know considers you the last bus stop for that very product or for that very service yeah um, more like I ain't going nowhere I ain't going nowhere. nowhere. I like the way you say that. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have lifetime value. You have a lifetime customer. Mm. Nothing beats that. Um, that that's a wonderful place to be where you have customers who are with you. They stick with you through and through. That's an amazing place to be. So that's why you need to pay attention to customer retention. So you have those ones that stick with you, you know, um, forever. Okay. And you are sure of that revenue coming. Number two reason why we need to pay attention to customer retention. It's cheaper and easier than to reacquire customers that we lost. You might want to explain that. So yeah. So if you lose customers, mm. let's say your your service went so bad and customers had to turn elsewhere. Okay. Yes. Whatever it took you or whatever it's going to cost you to keep your customers, it's going to cost you a whole lot more mm. to win them back after you lost them. Okay. In other words, <laughs> it's cheaper and easier not to lose them in the first place. Okay. When you lose them, it's a lot more work, it's a lot more resources to bring them back. back. Okay. So do everything possible not to even lose them. Because keeping them, in other words, is cheaper and easier than bringing them back. back. Now note that they are not first-time customers. We're not talking about winning new, new customers. Customer, okay. We're talking about winning back old customers who left. Okay. It's a lot more expensive. It's a lot more difficult. It's a lot more tedious convincing them. So that's the second reason. It's a lot better for you not to lose your customers at all than to struggle to win, to win them, them back. back. Okay. And then number three, before we share some tips, it is the surest way of growing your customer base. Customer retention is the surest way of growing your customer base. Okay. Simple. It's not a basket case. Because so long as you keep pouring water into a basket, what happens? You keep losing every drop of water that you pour into the basket. So if you really want to grow something, you have to plug the leakages. <laughs> you looked confused originally. <laughs> originally. <laughs> I mean initially. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm just trying to picture. I wish we were on TV. Yeah. For listeners to see your face. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't like to be on TV. <laughs> That's why I love the radio. <laughs> okay. But you get the idea, don't Yes, I get the yes. idea now. So if you really want to grow your customer base, it's not just about making a whole lot of noise mm. to win new customers. It shouldn't be a basket case because so long as the new customers are coming and they are not staying, there is no growth. 
And that means there's so something going, that you're not doing right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So growing your customer base is not just about how many new customers came, how many came and stayed. Okay. That's growth. So between January and now, we're in July, right? So yes, between right. January and July, you've gotten say a hundred new customers so far. Mm-hmm. And as of last day December, you had eighty constant customers. Okay. But you had hundred who walk through your door. Some bought, some did not buy their own customers. But as we speak presently, you probably have maybe about 40 who still come back. There's no growth, even though you've had a lot of customers walk through your door. They probably come to experience something nasty, the service or the product does not match what they, are, what they want, so, okay. they, so they move on. Or they bought something from you and in less than a month it went bad, they move on, they don't come back again when they want to buy that same thing. It's as easy as that. Okay, so those are the leakages you're talking exactly, about that so, need to be exactly. So you are really not growing your customer base. If you want to grow your customer base, you have to as much as possible retain as many customers as possible. The chances of retaining every single customer is slim because customers always have a right to their choice. Yes, and so sometimes they'll choose differently, and it's fine. It's okay. It's part of the market dynamics. So no matter so how, I'm not saying how I'm not saying. In fact, I will actually even come to that. I'm so I'm not saying put chains on the legs or on the necks of your customers. That's, that's what I wanted to say. That's yes. not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that retain as many as possible. The more you retain, that's your growth. You can actually show that. Okay, we now have up toward a hundred customers. Oh, three months later, we have a hundred and ten. That's cost. That's um, growth. Okay. You're growing your customer base. But if you don't have, you know, things in place, measures in place, strategies in place to retain your customers, they just keep passing through like a basket case, like a basket. You're not holding them back. You are not, you know, um, retaining them. So, that is number three reason why customer retention is important. If you really want to keep counting how many customers you have over time, you would have to pay attention to customer retention strategies. So what strategies am I putting in place to retain my customers? If you have somebody, I, I went to a restaurant some time ago and there's um, a particular young lady who serves in that um, restaurant mm-hmm. and she has a terrible attitude. Permit me to say a foul attitude. And it's clear to me. And then they have... You know, the first day I went there, I was wondering why their own restaurant was very scanty. And while the one next to them... That's full. Was full. Theirs looked a lot more decent. Mm. You know, neat. And all of that. I prefer the chairs, the tables, you know, and all of that. It looks so exotic. Yes, yeah, so I was wondering why the other one was full and theirs was scanty. Until I experienced it the first time, I wasn't so sure. I'm not quick to make assumptions. Then I experienced it again on a different day. It became so clear that the person serving the customers, a young lady with a very terrible attitude, people won't stay. I don't desire to go back there. So I don't see how they will grow their customer base. So they've lost you. They've lost me. Probably many other. Not probably. Certainly many others. No, let's say what it is. Okay. Certainly many others. Other customers. Yes, other customers. So, it's very important for us to take customer retention strategies very seriously. So, we're going to share some tips. Right. But before then, 
I think Faustina is going to give out the numbers for you to call in okay. or send a text message to ask questions. Yes, the numbers you can call are 08188588155 There's two numbers you can call uh, while the next one I'm about to give to you can only send an SMS. It is 0908 Six six eight one seven zero three. I'll take the SMS number again slowly zero nine zero eight six six eight one seven zero three. That line you can only send an SMS to. Uh, so just in case you have any question, any comment, whatever related to business, uh, it might not be what you're discussing today, but if it's related to business, I'm very sure that Maple is uh, capable of handling that so just bring it on okay <laughs> okay so let's uh, continue we're talking about uh customer retention strategies oh yes yes and we're about sharing tips right. as it is our custom on business advantage and so we can do business better so we can do business better yeah tip number one stay constantly in touch that's tip number one you have to constantly be in touch with your customers and the reason is simple you are not the only one offering that service or dangling that product in front of them what if you have like a million customers how do you you know stay in touch there are different means of staying in touch and i'm okay. going and i'm going to come to that right but you just have to stay in touch by the way how many customers do you think a brand like coca-cola has oh. don't worry let's give them this free <laughs> advert how many customers do you think they have take a guess I don't want to guess. Okay. But I, I know. But they have millions yes. of customers all over the world. Definitely. I dare say even perhaps maybe close to a billion. billion. Right? Uh. But they are constantly in touch with their customers. That's what they do. Showing different adverts at you. They are not resting. They are reminding you that we're still here. That's part of what adverts does. For businesses of that nature, where you can start calling or sending emails to customers. Oh, okay. Each time they see the advert, they are being reminded that you're still there. It doesn't matter how much money they make. Even the telecommunications companies and all of that, constantly they're in our faces. They're staying in touch. That's what they're doing. Okay? So, stay constantly in touch with your customers. I, but I like to break it down first, make it a bit simple, and then I'll share some ways you could be in touch with your customers. Okay. That, that would be better. Now, you are a painter mm -hmm. and you have somebody you've spoken to months ago about your painting services okay. and you mentioned to him that when he needs your services he should call you it's been about 16 months now since you had a conversation with him and he most likely has forgotten i mean of all the things he has to think about that will possibly not be at the top of his mind. So he's gotten to that point when he needs to paint his house. He's probably thinking, okay, somebody actually told me that he's into painting, but I can't recall who's that person. Or he can't even remember that conversation. So he's All asking right. his neighbor, he's asking someone, please, I need to paint my house. Do you know someone? But there's someone who had mentioned to him before. But if you stay in touch, you know, constantly, periodically, without being a pest, it's more likely that you're, you're remembered. Somebody called me yesterday. We had spoken three years ago, Faustina. Okay. About um, helping her get a job. 
so we spoke and all of that and i said okay that's fine but i don't have any opportunity right now to link you up with because sometimes i handle recruitment for um for clients and i don't recruit just you know for recruiting sake so when i find one that i think you can fit into and you can offer value to the client i'll let you know but just stay in touch periodically you could send us um, text messages to remind me okay and three years passed she called yesterday to say ah what we discussed now that she has not heard from me all these years ah that have fun and nothing i said i'm sorry there are so many people who call me for the same reason <laughs> and at the time opportunities come it's the ones who are topmost on my mind that i think of exactly that's what it is there's yes. no sentiment about it so at the time your service is needed those people you spoke to three years ago two years ago will they remember what can you do for them to remember you it's very important so some quick ideas on how to stay in touch so i can move to tip number two okay you could send emails depending on the nature of your business this is everything i'm going to mention you don't need to apply all of them pick the ones that you think applies to your own business okay yeah so number one emails you could send emails periodically in my own office we used to send emails and then we stopped for a while and we realized we remember that ah there are some serious clients that we have oh, and we got them through these emails that we sent you know they, they found the content that we sent you know quite enlightening and all of that so when they got to the point when they needed our service they they knew that okay let's call these guys so we started sending again so every monday we send out emails every monday we don't send daily because we don't want to um bother people with too many emails in one week right. so just more like weekly newsletters so we send emails once in a week we just pick one thing we want to talk about you know and send emails calls depending on your own business as well so you could put calls through from time to time oh i just called to check on you i just called to know how you're doing i just called to know how business is going if you're servicing a business and not individuals okay or you could um, pay visits still depending on the kind of business you run i mean somebody had mentioned to us um i think two fridays ago that he's into um swimming pool maintenance I mean, for that kind of business, you can pay visits. You don't have to wait until only when they call you that, oh, please come, we need to clean up the pool. That's when you oh, appear. Okay, okay. No, at random okay. intervals, you know, you can also just still visit the hotel, still visit wherever it is where the swimming pool is, and just pay a visit. I just came to say hello. So that when the service is needed, they remember, you don't forget, they have other people providing that same service. They have other people selling that same product. And at the time they need it is the person who is topmost on their mind that they will buy from. There's no sentiment about it. So you have to be topmost on the minds of your customers and your prospects. The next is text messages. It could be as simple as just sending text messages. There are some customers, some um, vendors people that I patronize and I remember them. One in particular that amazes me, it's um, somebody who several times had, he has a truck. Yeah, he, he's not schooled like we are. Okay. Yeah, but he has a truck. So when you have to move things, you know, maybe you have to move um, from one house to another. You need to move things, you know, bulky items, haulage. Mm. Yes, you know, he comes with his truck to help you move those things. And once in every month, he sends me a text message. Oh, wow. And so I didn't need his service. I had something to do for a client. And, you know, we're branding coolers, a whole lot of coolers. We're branding close to about 500 coolers for a client. And so, ah, how do we move these things? Because we needed to move these things from one point to another and all right, of that. Yes. How do we move these things? I didn't think further. 
I remember him immediately because every month, at the beginning of every month, he sends me a text. He's greeting me. He's not marketing anything to me. Just saying, I still remember you. I'm greeting you. And so, about four years after the last time I used him, when I needed this very service, even four years after, he was still top on my mind. I remembered him. And he sends those text messages faithfully. Wow. So it takes a whole lot, but if you really want to be remembered and be topmost on people's mind, you would have to do it and do it in a way that is not irritating. Because sometimes in trying to be remembered, people, you know, are up in your too up in your faces, you know, very early in the morning, you know, and all of that. And then the way they construct the message and all that is just not soothing, it's not appealing. So instead of remi- remembering them, you get irritated. Okay. Yeah, so it's important to mention that. Next is social media. If your business is one that, of course, you can't pay visits, send emails, and all of that, I mean, social media. So your customers know that they could follow you on social media. And so long as they're following you on social media, periodically, from time to time, every day, every week, as the case may be, you're sharing stuff about your business, you know, ideas, you know, you're sharing, um, um, what do you call it, information with them and all of that. So long as they're seeing you, they remember. They remember. And then, of course for um, um knowledge based businesses you could also have a blog so from time to time you're posting stuff okay. on the blog yes that pertains to the kind of business that you do you know there's new information out there you want to share it with your customers and so on so they look forward to reading from you and so on and then of course advertising that's part of the things advertising does <laughs> it helps to make people remember that you're still there if we stop seeing your flyers your billboard we stop hearing your jingles the, whatever mode of advertisement that you use we stop seeing it or stop hearing about it we assume gradually psychologically that you're no more no okay exactly so that's why you see some companies and brands that are so big and they're making a lot of money they understand this thing they don't joke with advert so that point these are multi-million naira businesses how much more yours that is still struggling so when smaller businesses say that this whole advert thing i just smile so at that point, Advert is not trying to get more customers. Yeah. Okay. It's letting, it's people, letting know people know that. that. Yeah, so that at the time they oh, okay. need that very thing. You know, you, you see a particular brand of phone advertising all over the place, and you, you don't want to change your phone. Your phone is still good. But your phone falls to the ground and is damaged and you want to buy a phone. It's at that moment you now start considering what phone to buy. And mm-hmm. the ones that have been projecting themselves to you the most... Either through their advert or even through someone you know who has been saying a whole lot about them. Yeah. You know, you just gravitate towards that very one to buy that very phone. And of course, it's also a function of how much money you have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tip number two. Tip number two. I wonder if we can finish this because um, we spend a lot of time on one. Understand that it's a relationship. So you have to nurture it. It's a relationship you have with your customers. So just the same way you nurture the other relationships in your life, you mm-hmm. also would have to nurture the relationship you have with your customers. Okay. In any form that it applies to your own business. Some businesses, you really don't have that one-on-one contact with customers. But there is definitely a point of contact. Whether it's digital or whether it's physical, there's a point of contact. Whether it's remote, you know, there's a point of contact. You have to nurture that relationship. It's very related to, you know, the first point as well, too. You know, we can't be in a relationship and we never say hi to each other, you know. Years go on and we're not in touch in any way. How does that work? Exactly. I mean, we're in touch with our old schoolmates through Facebook. We don't need to call them or whatsoever. But I mean, 
whenever they say something on their Facebook timeline, we see. Whenever we say something, they see it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then we like or we comment and so on. We're nurturing the relationship. Okay. So whatever way it applies to your own business, you need to just realize that it's a relationship. You have to see that you're in a relationship with your customers and you have to do whatever it is you can to nurture that relationship according to how it applies to your own business. You cannot apply a strategy that does not suit your own business. It won't work. So you have to adapt and think, okay, what's the nature of relationship with my own customers and how can I nurture this relationship? Mm. Number three, keep them happy. Keep them happy. I'm sure you tell us how we do that. Through the service you render, customer service, how do you serve them? How do you serve them? How do you make them feel? You know, do you treat them with respect, with dignity, with courtesy? You know, there are some places that I don't go to, and that's simply because I notice that they enjoy keep seeing us stand for so long on a queue. I go to some other places, and I'm seeing the managers and the supervisors trying to come up with other means of you know helping the queue move faster because you can't keep people standing for so long. But I go to some other places and they enjoy it. It's not a pleasant experience for me. It's distasteful. You go to some banks and you see even the bank manager will come down and you know bring another an additional yeah. pay point or something yes. to just help the. You go to some other banks, they don't care. You could stand for as long as three, two hours, three hours. Nobody cares. Just stand and they know they don't have seat for you to sit. You're tired. You go home. You're tired. You go home. And it's your money. It's it, exactly. You know nobody cares about how you feel or whatsoever. So if you really want to keep your customers happy, the way you serve them, how you relate with them, you know, I mean, do you give them discounts or do you notify them when you have discounts? Not the one that they had from somebody and then by the time they wanted to benefit from me, the discount is even over. You know, so sometimes you want to give discounts, you want to give promo. If you have things that they could benefit from, you let them know, you don't hold it and so on. It makes them happy, promos and so on. But overall, it's the experience. How, how does it make them feel? Mm. You have to think about it. Because you know, what, what we discussed um, last week, they may be managing because they don't have an alternative yet. So you think you have your customers. Mm. No, no. So the gets- moment an alternative comes, they leave you. So they've just been managing, they've just been coping, you know, bearing that pain until there's an alternative and then they just move on. So you have to be conscious of making your customers happy. Okay. All right. So it's still on to Business Advantage on Garden City Radio 89.9 FM. Maple has been talking about, you know, customer retention strategies. And so we're giving tips on how you can retain customers. Uh, quickly before you go uh, on to maybe quickly on to one next tip. Uh, let's just have this, uh, there's this message here uh, from say Good morning, Maple. I'm Chidi texting from Woji. What do I... Um, what am I supposed to consider before renting a shop for a business? Thanks. Okay, so I think I'll answer that question and then say a few other things, but I'm, I won't continue with the tips because of time. Okay. Yes, um, what okay. we'll do is I will continue with this um, next week, Friday. Okay. Yeah, because the other point that I have, I don't want to rush them. All I, need, right. I need to take my time to highlight each one. I have, um, I think, about um, eight more tips to go, so oh. it doesn't make sense rushing through them. Um, TD. It depends on the nature of the business you want to go into and what you need the shop for. The first thing I would say is that do you really need a shop right away? Is this something you could start from home to save cost and to build up? Where you really need the shop to get started? What is it you're trying to sell? What is it you're trying to do? 
and where you're writing the shop is it within the vicinity where your target customers are how convenient will it be for them to come to that place for example if you're going to deal with customers who drive cars Mm-hmm. I are renting a shop beside a gutter where when the park that falls you know and all of that would harass them it's going to be problematic for you so you need to consider what customers do I want to serve and where is the best location for me to site this business so these customers will feel free will feel comfortable to come it may not be the best option but as much as possible you want to consider that such that even when you make a choice that is not the best your customers can also adjust a bit and manage with your location until you get somewhere better but when you don't consider it at all you find out that you take the shop anywhere at all and it just won't um work so um i, I wish we have more details with regards to the nature of the business and all of that but number one consider is this something you can do without for now where is something you cannot do without in other words the business requires that you must must you must have a shop then of course the location of this shop is very important what kind of service do you want to render you know to what kind of customers okay. how will they be able okay. to you know um to assess you and so on you know and then how do you want to keep the shop i don't know if it's a shop where people just come to buy stuff and leave or if it's a shop where people come in maybe like a barber shop where people will have to come in sit down and all of that so how you also keep um the the, the shop you know the appearance of the shop um and across space as well yes yes matters um a great deal so there are lots of things to consider but what you consider is a function of what exactly you want to do and you've not provided us with that information so i'm speaking in a general sense and try not to speculate as well too yes but i want to believe this helps you if it doesn't i'm still going to leave um our contact number with you so you could reach out to us later let's be able to hear you out more get more details and provide more guidance and of course if it's something that we think other listeners will benefit from we can also mention it um next time but Mm -hmm. then it all depends on our conversation with you so i'll give the number before i leave so like i said we're going to take the remaining tips tips number four all the way till tip number 11 oh 11 okay yes all the way till tip number 11 we're going to continue next week so please keep a date with us invite your friends and others who are into business or interested in business to also listen i have um a bad news and a good news so the bad news first the bad news first is that well the bad news is really not the bad news is that um our um, conference which we were planning for october has been moved to february Okay. There, there, there were a number of factors that were not falling in place right yes yeah, so um it was wise for us to move it to february so as the time draws closer we're going to provide information on that however the good news the good news is that next month we're going to have our branding boot camp we're going to teach on teach hands-on what branding really means the things you need to consider to give yourself an advantage especially when you're not a big brand you don't have all the money in the world what are those little things you can do Mm-hmm. to give yourself an advantage for you to be able to still grab significant market share gain customers and keep them retain them just like what we're discussing so this branding bootcamp is going to happen on the 29th which is a thursday in the month of august and our bootcamp are not like summits you know or conferences in other words we keep the number as small as possible oh, okay. so we okay. can have that personal touch with each um participant so the earlier you call in to book is it better for you right things to consider from how you name your brand you know to your brand identity to the kind of people you bring on board to work with the brand everything you know we take it a whole lot deeper than even the things you already know with regards to branding you know how do people look at your flyer for example and then they assume that your service should be 1000 naira, but then they go somewhere else and they pay 
a hundred thousand naira for the same service they price one thousand naira with there are things that you are not seeing and your competitors those that charge hundred thousand they know these things they see it and they put it out to the customers and the customers pay you know it's a function of perception so if you really want to take advantage of this thing called branding to make your business stand out to make your business unique and different no matter how little it is somebody wants to ask well hey how do we apply this to a bully woman and i said of course we can apply branding even to a bully woman so you're not too small to apply branding at your level toward to stand out okay. if you want to be a part of um the branding bootcamp or you have a question relating to other areas of business you'd like to ask us a question and so on please feel free to call us or chat with us on whatsapp on 0816 you can call us you could send a message or you could um chat with us even on whatsapp 0816 again 560 remember our mission again is what to help you do business better all right thank you so much maple dapper for this wonderful one today well, you've been listening to Business Advantage on Garden City Radio 89.9 FM, program designed to make you do business better. So, yes, if you want to do business better, do well to always listen to this program. And I tell you, uh, you give testimonies of how your business has moved from point A to point B. It is uh, f- six minutes to the top of the hour, and uh, at the top of the hour come the midday news. So, keep it locked down. And 89.9 Garden City Radio. A part two of this uh, topic today will come your way next week, Friday. So you don't want to miss it. You need all of the tips that you can uh, use to make your business, to do business better. So don't miss it for anything in the world, okay? Uh, my name is Faustina. Keep it locked down on 89.9 Garden City Radio.